There we go. Everybody's rolling in. What's up? Just wait for a couple people to get in here and then we'll announce that uh, 3,000 uh, follower giveaway and then uh, we'll get <clears throat> Fleeter in here and uh, keep her going. Everybody hear me okay? Look. <clears throat> yes, Malcolm, they are sent. Everybody hear me good? Hmm? Yeah, yes, no, everything's good. Everybody hear me? Need some feedback, people. I need to fix that though, because that's gonna rub the whole time. Yep, 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 perfect. All right, let's uh, let's get this 3,000 follower giveaway out of the way, and then we will get uh, Mike in here, or Fleeter, as you guys all know him. So we got 72 entries. I know that's gonna look weird to you guys, but I'm trying to make it work. All right, let's get this over with. Not over with, that doesn't sound good, does it? Now, okay, there we go. Here, I'll flip it so you guys can actually see it. So you guys can see your names if you entered it. Focus, focus. So these are all the names. If you see any doubles, it's because they donated and that was part of the uh, the giveaway. If you donated $5 or more, you got an entry, an extra entry after your comment. So I'm going nice and slow so people can pause it if they want to later on. All right, ready? And the winner is Audi 902. Congratulations, I gotta write that down and I'll get that sent out to you tomorrow. All right, holy fuck. I can't wait to be done with this ratchet setup and put some money into where I am right now. Stay. Love you. Yeah, that was the wife's phone. I didn't really know how to do it, so. All right, you guys ready? Welcome to episode five of the Behind the Bars podcast with Fleeter Mike. Or as most of you know him, well, yeah, Fleeter Mike, or Fleeter, everybody calls him Fleeter. Uh, this is going to be a pretty cool episode because it's my first person I'm having on that has a company. If you guys don't know, he runs Handful, 
Best jerseys, gloves, glasses, goggles on the market. So let's get him in here, shall we? Oh, Cody, why do I always forget how to do this? FL. What the f Something's F L E. Alright. Somebody want to message Fleeter for me and tell him to join the live so I so he can ask to join because I cannot I cannot find him. Like I'll go to invite someone and I'll type in Fleeter and nothing pops up. Even if I type in handful, nothing pops up. So yeah, someone get Fleeter in here. Dan, message Fleeter. He needs to join the live in order for me to message him and get him in here. You know, it's going to be a lot of staring around looking at me. Oh, yeah. Oh. Now you got to... Dirty, deep and dirty, you got to message him for me. <laughs> I know, I'm putting at Fleeter Mike, but it's, it, he must have blocked me. He's like, I'm not going on that podcast with that fucking guy from Nova Scotia. Do I have to type in the at? Is that what's happening? I haven't had to do that with anybody else. No, it doesn't pop up. Can I hear the Outlander? Uh, no, because my keys are in the house. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I don't keep them in the shop. And I'm not behind the bars because I like this setup over here, but it is... It's sitting back there, all nice and clean. Ready for some new tires. Thank you, Brandon. Oh, that's why. His dick's too big to even get in the fucking live stream. That makes sense. I didn't think of that. He said it's not showing up. Okay. Um. One second. Let me see if I can... Is there settings on here that I can mess with? Like, am I not set up to be public? I'm de I definitely should be public. It wouldn't even matter because I fucking... Cody. Alright, let's see. You have no requests. I know I don't have no requests because he's not fucking in here. Alright, one sec. I'll be back. I gotta figure this out. Oh, there he is. Ooh, I almost cancelled it. You blocked me, Mike? That was not nice. I can't believe you blocked me. Like, what did I ever do to you? Fucking taking off this fucking jersey.
There we go. It's uh, it wasn't showing up. Brandon, I know. Brandon had to send it to me. Yeah, that's weird because like it wouldn't even let me like search you and add you or handful. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I don't know. That's the first time that's ever happened. So. Yeah. Oh, what's going on? Okay. <clears throat> oh. All right. Here we go. We got the bikes in the background and everything. Uh, my wife sent me to the uh garage so <laughs> it's it's better that way let's be honest here uh she's cooking we were doing uh, decorations and crap today and cleaning i got that because i had muskeg and mud all over the driveway that's been trapping in the house for two weeks so you're you're on the shit list yeah <laughs> I, I i blew it all into like a little pile so it was nice and neat but and then i just parked over it when i got home so she couldn't see it but then I was, and the kids all walked through it when they got off the bus. So, and then it went through the house after she just cleaned it. So I'm, you know. Yeah. So other than that, how's things? Things are good. Things are good. Uh, but this ain't about me. Nobody cares <laughs> about me. This is about you. Oh, so let, 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 let's start off. Uh, let's give a give the people your name there, bud. Uh, it's Alfieri. Uh, from Ontario, which probably most of the people watching are from Ontario probably know me already. So, but not uh, Southern Ontario. Um, about it, Dad. Follow my friends around; they do cooler stuff than me. But I, uh, yeah, we just have a good time. Rip around Niagara mostly. Try and get up north as much as we can. Um, it's it's tough with a group our like our size because we're we're I gotta say we're lucky because we started riding together roughly like twenty twenty nineteen I think like twenty eighteen ish slowly and then like twenty nineteen we kind of all just I knew a couple of them from other things like Mudden for Part uh, Brian. I'm a new work. And then, believe it or not, my first ATV I bought in like 2017. He lives close and he had an ad on Kijiji for some like mudder in laws or something like that. Mm. His house and I'm buying them. And I'm like, oh, I think I know. And then all of a sudden it's kind of like, oh, yeah, I know you. But he's considerably younger than me. So we're kind of like our adult lives were, were kind of spread apart. So. And then it was like, yeah, we should get out and ride. And I'm like, yeah, everybody, we should get out and ride. And then we just kind of maybe six, eight months later, it was just like a random, hey, you know this guy, I know this guy. And then probably like beginning of 2019, that's probably all of a sudden riding around here kind of blew up a lot more where people were just bored. I don't know. And then it was, you know, everybody kind of sliding in everybody's DMs, like, oh, you live in Dunville, oh, you live in Waynefleet, or you live in Niagara Falls, or Chippewa, or whatever, Fort Erie, right? Like, our kind of area. And then we realized, oh, shit, we all live within, like, minutes of each other. So then, like, oh, let's try and get rides together. So then we started going 
there's a park around here called Hawk's Nest. Um, and on the it's around HB's off of the house. Um, so, which is, it's super fun, but it's just a cement factory. Like it's the thick, it's clay. It's three weeks of cleaning when you're done. I don't know how those guys ride it every week. Cause it's, it's just, it's awful. It's, it's fun, but it's just like the cleaning after. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so then we just started riding and then it just kind of kept growing. And then all of a sudden there was like one day we were like, man, there's like 14 people in our group chat. And most were riding together. COVID also did a lot, right? Because we were all, a lot of us are either self-employed or like work so we could kind of manage our schedules. So a lot of it, and we were like two o'clock in the afternoon, people were done or had nothing to do. We're like, hey, what are you doing? Nothing. <laughs> I'd sure <laughs> grab a bunch of beers and just go rip around. And so I think that helped kind of get our group um, closer, like as like friends, like we not just ride together. Like there's lots of people that ride together. Uh, our lives, I mean, online, I'm sure. And social media seems like our lives revolve around our bikes. Um, mm. But we do a lot of stuff like socially, our families, barbecues, hangout. Like it's, it's, you know, we probably only actually get to ride together now in the last couple of years where we're riding a lot more or we're going places more and doing stuff. Maybe every <laughs> weeks. So a lot of it's like, you know, hey, what are you guys doing? You want to rip down to whether our bike, but. There's a local little bar in town. We'll go for wings and stuff. So, which is cool because then we actually have more of a like family connection. Um, and most of us are getting older, so we have wives and kids. So it's kind of like, oh, let's get together. And because you can only take so much time, as you know, you got young family. It's like you only blast away from your wife for so. Long. And it's like, hey, <laughs> I'm gonna hang too. So, but yes, yeah, like we it evolved like into like the riding crew thing too was more of a like, Oh, we should get a name just cause like, just to collectively put stuff in, which really I suck at video. Um, most of us kind of suck at content and we steal it all from either Dan, uh, project vengeance, Brian mudden for parts or Chris, those guys, or Marty, if he's out with the camera, um, Blotto, um, like they, they make everything look good. You know, I'm the worst. They'll tell you that if you ever have any of those guys on here, my camera's not on, it's dirty. It's, it's, worse. I'm like, I'm totally that guy in high school in the smoke hole. Hey, you got an extra butt? You know that guy? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm that guy video. Hey man, did you get any pictures of me? Did you? So now I stopped because I hated being that guy. I don't even say anything. If somebody tags me in something, I'm like, cool. High five. Thanks dude. <laughs> but, um, but they, they do really good at like the content stuff. Um, they've, they've really, um, grown, uh, BVS, Brandon, um, Mike 2.0, hot Mike, depends what you want to call him. He's, he's <laughs> a younger version of me. He tries, but you know, he's still on a Polaris, so he does what he can. <laughs> I'm just, I just like busting his balls. If you watch the button for parts, this shameless plug. The new Skegtober one. There's a pretty good thing Brandon does. That's he's being me again, um, and just chirps the shit out of me. 
but uh, he's good. He's he uh, kind of hits the nail on the head because I yeah I feel like you know I'm I'm kind of an arrogant prick, so he. Uh... <laughs> well, you don't even you don't even have to be a part of your crew to know that Brandon just gets chirped. <laughs> he just he takes it like a champ, though. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Brandon. Unfortunately, he's become like the whipping post. We just we just lay a beating on him constantly because he's like, I'm always so calm. I'm so chill. But he's probably the most uptight guy I know. The best is everyone should ride with him while he's towing somewhere in their life. He is amazing at um, yelling at drivers in front of him. <laughs> but uh no it's uh it, it's it's good we're i'm i'm lucky especially like being considerably older <clears throat> guys um like they're a lot of fun um and, and they they really like i'm lucky because they accommodate like my schedule a lot like legit i'm the joke that i'm always late or whatever but they know that i'm running around um because I got three kids, um, or or work or this or that, but they're like they're they're pretty damn good. That uh, like they just even like Skegtober, it was like, hey guys, what works for everybody? And I was like, my one kid at a hockey tournament or something. I don't know. And they're like, okay, well let's find the weekend. I mean, they do it for everybody, but I seem to be the guy who's got the most BS that screws everything up for us. Um, so they're like, yeah, you know, let's make it work. Um, so I, I'm lucky that way because they're like they our group's really inclusive on trying to get everybody out. It's not just like oh let's go you know, um, you know oh we got a ride oh tough luck you can't make it. Now there's certain things obviously, but uh, we're we're going on a little little ride up on the 19th, and it's always like hey when can you make it? And most of the guys could make some other days, and I was like man I got this. My kid's got a volleyball tournament. I got to go to Ottawa next weekend or whatever. I was like, how's the 19th? And all of a sudden it was like, yeah, we'll get together on the 19th. So it's those types of things are, are, are nice. Just, just, you know, it, it's, it's good that a group of people meet out of nowhere, um, you know, brought together by these stupid things. And, yeah. and, but you you build some you build some good friendships, which was good through not to be negative or bring up something sad, but like with Nick, his passing and stuff. Like it, it was good to have, you know, a, a group of people around that actually like, you know, gave a crap. So it, it's 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 good. They're they're a good group of guys. They're 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 fun. We trip the shit out of each other, which you <laughs> said. Um, they're pretty good at drinking. Um, yeah, they're. Uh, and uh, other things uh but it's a good time i mean it's always a good time i mean you got a, a taste of it for the for the weekend um but it's uh they're fun and they and you know like as a group too the guys can all can move like they can they can get around it's not like they're just you know there's a lot of people that just you know they build a machine and can't you know can't ride it out of their shadow these guys I mean, mud and muskeg's one thing, but you get on a trail behind some of these guys, and it's—I don't even pretend, man. I'm just like, all right, I'll do my best to hold up, to keep up the best I can. But 
they can move, you know, but a lot of them, like they come from like dirt bikes and, and that kind of stuff too. So, um, so that's the other good thing I think about like the group is it's not just a bunch of people that got together and it's like, Oh, you know, I'll mortgage the hell out of myself and build this ATV. And it's, it's all, you know, I'll show no go or I'll go, but ain't got nothing behind it. Like they can, there's times when I'm scared just trying to, <laughs> there's, there's some, there's some areas around here even where you can open it up and some of our trail uh, rail beds and stuff and there's whoops and whatever. And they're just banging speed limiter, bah! you know, flipping, <laughs> and I'm like, Jesus Christ, you guys, kids. <laughs> but it's, um, so that's nice too, to have like a group of guys that not only are good, good guys, Fun to be around good like open arms to just random people you want to come for a ride it's all good but like they can ride too which is which is super fun because then it, it makes the day you know more fun every time we float they're they're looking for something it's uh it, it i mean we have our chill rides obviously but but it's uh it's usually entertaining when we when we get out there so yeah and that's i feel like that's one reason why i loved it down there so much and i'll definitely be back again you guys are the same like when i was down there i felt like i was back home like it just because you guys have the same same kind of family that i have down here when it comes to riding like we don't just ride together we we hang out together go to each other's baby showers or go out for dinner and so when i came down there and i was thrown into your guys's family you could just see that okay, it's it's like, you're like our group, but the Ontario version, and it just, it was awesome. And one I mean, thing you guys got to know about Brandon, he is one tough motherfucker to read because <laughs> he never fucking smiles. He Like, everything he says is so goddamn serious, and you're sitting there like, like, uh, oh. <laughs> but then all you got to do is give him a bottle of toke with a Dr. Pepper, and he'll just, oh, and he's your all best. over the place. <laughs> Buddy, we were talking about him last night and, and the first time I met him, um, and it's probably like an alpha thing because, I mean, we joke, but he's in the cars, trucks, stuff like that, custom stuff. Was before, he still is, but just, you know, ATV's kind of taken over mostly right now. But um, so it was like the first time I met him, we were at um, Max's house from Life Stores. So... We're at his place and he's putting a ride together. He's like, yeah, cool. And my buddy, Brandon, I met him and I'm like, okay, cool. More people, whatever. And this dude gets out who half looks like me. And I don't mean appearance wise, just like look, but I mean like kind of dark, kind of scruff. He's, you know, he's tattooed and whatever, just the vibe and like the, like I run the show thing. And I'm like, wait a second, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm the guy. I, even when I'm not the guy, I try and be the guy. It's a character flaw, but whatever. Admit it. Open. Just, just accept it. He gets out, and I remember in my head going, who's this motherfucker in the white shocks and big lifted F-150 or something? Like, oh, look at me. And I was like, I ride to Polaris. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then he was like, it was hard because I was like, what a tool bag. And then like 33 seconds into talking to him, I was like, God damn it, I hate when I do that because I really like this guy. And then we <laughs> that was like, I don't know, like 
three years ago or whatever, like 20, oh, it was pre-COVID, I guess. So like 2019 or something. But anyways, it was just funny because it, it was like my own, like, bro, I'm the dude. And this guy just strolls in like, he's the dude. And I was like, who the fuck are you, kid? What's, what? Like, you, you can't pull up like this. That's my, that's what I did. And, <laughs> but yeah, like I said, it lasted like two minutes. But I just, I remember, I remember in my head, we, it was funny because me and Jay, um, Bruce, um, the one that ran the barbecue and stuff, um, we were talking about it last night because he always chirps me about it. He's like, remember? Remember, remember when you're like, who's this fucking guy? And I was like, <laughs> hang my head in shame. And then we ended up being like, you know, good friends, obviously. And whenever we can ride together, we do and get out of each other. Um, but it's, yeah, <laughs> he's, he's funny though. I do like to, I do like to ride him a bit. Just the, like the younger version of you showed up. It's like you were the old bull and then your young calf just fucking hopped out of the big old lifted truck and said, what's up, motherfuckers? Tired, yeah. <laughs> man, I'm old. This sucks. <laughs> this is just this is shit. God damn it. So now actually the joke is so we can share this with the internet because I think it's hilarious and everybody should start this. Um now he's considered the joke is, and I won't say who started it, but there's you know, it's they joke and call him like Mike or Mike or Mike two point or Mike Junior because <clears throat> I'm old and not what I used to be. Now he's hot Mike. Cause he's like the hot version of me because I'm just man now. So if everyone could please, you know, tag him, go on his post, just hashtag hot Mike. That would be amazing. Even when you, if you got pictures of him, you're posting, don't even tag him. You can, you can uh, tag BBS, but really just hashtag hot Mike. Let's get that. Let's get that going viral. <laughs> It'll make his day. <laughs> oh yeah. He's going to call me later. You're a fucking asshole. <laughs> but, yeah, so how was, uh, I know it's supposed to be about me, but I suck at talking actually about me. How was your experience there? How'd you like it? Down there? Yeah. The trip well, there I was dog shit. <laughs> Friday night, I actually, I enjoyed Friday night more than I enjoyed Saturday, believe it or not. Like, just... Just, like, the drinking and the hanging out and getting to know, like, all the guys you've followed on Instagram for, like, two years. It was just – it was other otherworldly. It was, it was incredible. Like, yeah, it was yeah. – Saturday was, Saturday was still good. I mean, I didn't do as good as I wanted to do because I believe it was 100% the crush locks. But I still had some good pulls, and you still yeah. were meeting guys all day that you didn't meet Friday night. Yeah. And, and that that's kind of a common theme, though. Like, we always have a really good time riding Saturday. Without doubt, it's it's always fun. But there's always some sort of your bike's not set up right, clutching's shit. The you blow a tire off, you break an axle. You, like, it's something always happens to somebody that kind of bumps. But so that's why we've kind of really worked hard on getting there like for Friday, because, which we shouldn't do, but we always say we're not going to do it, but we kind of get there too early and then you put the pedal down and then you're just, <laughs> and it's, it's, the riding's almost secondary. 
Like it, it is. It's, <laughs> it's fun um, for a lot of us who've ridden up there a lot now. The last few years, um, the fields need to grow. Um, they, uh, you know, it's it's hard to get. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I'm just reading snowman. <laughs> who, um, fuck, who let snowman in here? Fuck sakes. Um, <laughs> it's you know, so it's 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 a crapshoot whether you get like even even me. We rode around in that first field. We rode around um, for a bit. It was super wet. It was decent, but it was wet. That second field, uh, me and Kale both kind of hit it at the same time, and we got really good launches and just. I mean, it was it was probably the best I've ever felt on it. Like it was just pulling, holding. I skipped across all those big deep spots where everybody's stuck, and I literally got to the other side. My chest was out to here, and I was like, "Cool, I did what I came to do." <laughs> there you go. And I went out and had a beer. I was like, because everybody gets stuck. It's it's it doesn't matter. It's it, whatever but you're only gonna get so many really good pulls. It gets beat to snot. The later in the day, the more chaos happens, the more back and forth, and there's so many bikes out in that field that it becomes, um, not really sound like an old man, but it becomes dangerous almost really, because like there's some people out there and I, I've done it. Um, I've kind of ran over a few winch lines. Um, but there's some people out there that maybe shouldn't be out there. Um, and I don't mean riding ability. I mean, just their mental state or physical state at that time. Um, people's heads aren't always on a swivel. So you got people going this left and right. You got people running like east and west, north and south, cutting across. And and like a lot of the OG guys, like, like Colin, um, ATV, like Joe, um, our, a few of our guys, I mean, I, I'm bad for it, which is why I watch, I watch how many runs and stuff I'm doing. But like, if you're not watching, you're like, it's close to hitting people a lot. I mean, I almost ran right into some dude because I was skipping across and he was kind of coming. And I hit Colin actually in the spring. <laughs> um, but so it's, it's kind of like you get a couple good ones and you're just like, Hey, I, that's cool. I, I did it. Like, but we're spoiled because we can go up there, you know, a few times a year. Um, it, it's not quite the same as, say, like, um, like Ostacruiser. Um, like, where Dave and those guys ride, it's a trail. There's yeah. a meadow, and then there's a trail with mus muskeg patches, and then muskeg sections, and then, but it's a one direction. You hit it you loop back i mean it's a full day by the look of it um and it's only like five or eight k or something don't quote me but i i think i've i i understand it right it's only five or eight kilometers it's not crazy but it's a you know it's a track to get through it but you're one way everybody you do your run you hit you know you do your pull and then you move over to the side and then the next guy goes and then you you know once everybody kind of gets through you have a you know a beverage break and then so i you know, that kind of thing, you know, I'd, I'd be more interested in for like, I think I'd be more excited for the riding because it's it's just, you know where you're going. It's like anywhere where you got like a destination, right? And, you, and you're hitting it. For us, we're just going to a big field. 
and it's you know by one o'clock or so you're kind of like okay i've had my fill like yeah. you're, you're of, like you still enjoy the ride but i mean you're just kind of i could care less but more pulls it's yeah because you're you're in the same field all day saying it's like seeing the same thing over and over again but if you went out to saskatchewan you're constantly going you're going straight to new destinations each time and just playing in the skag and that's one thing that when we got there that field was already tore to shit i mean that that wasn't like the first field where everything was nice and fresh and nobody was in it i feel like that last field we went to or the second one we went to where we all stuck around like that's getting hit once a week (laughs) and yeah it's not it's not getting time to regrow whereas in saskatchewan they hit the trail once a year maybe may long and then they might hit it again skagtober or they'll do another spot like they give it time to regrow so that when they go back it looks like nobody's ever been there and then not everybody's getting stuck as soon as they enter. Yeah. And it, it's, 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 I want to say kind of, but it's our own fault as, as a, a group maybe because Lingham used to be like a once a year, like big ride thing. Um, it all started with ATV, Job and Nas ATVs um, where they do their May long one and they go there cause they wrote it all. If you watch all their videos, I mean, those fields used to be nice. And then people started to go a little bit, but then it was, I'm going to say 2019. That's kind of when I got to know Colin. Maybe it was 2018, I forget. But uh, Brian Mudden for Parts came up with me, another buddy. Uh, We went up and Joshy, uh, Nick, Flurry, like that crew kind of from, I think they're Havelock but, or that area, but they met and there was only like 15 of us. Like it, it was small-ish. We went in like July or something. I, it was awesome. It was wet and tough, but there was fields and you could rip everywhere because people would hit a field and, and go. And then it seemed like all of a sudden once, and then people like us, these small groups started going it was like, oh, we can access this place. It's not this like hidden gem anymore. So let's go. And then by like 2020, COVID hit, everybody and their brother bought a bike because you couldn't do anything but outside. So, I mean, we all know trying to get parts or bikes from like the dealers was a nightmare. So then that blew up and then it was like every weekend like, if you look back into people's stories, anybody who has an ATV that's Ontario-ish, just, it'll be, like, every weekend. Like Oh, just search tag, hashtag Lingham Lake, and I guarantee you'll see someone there every weekend. But what I was telling, I think I was telling Grim this, even though it's not your guys' land, we, like, you should really try to keep two fields as event fields. You know what I mean? let them regrow, and then there's so many other fields out there other people can hit. They don't have to hit the best fields that you guys use for, or anybody, or, yeah, you guys use for massive events. It'd be nice if there was some way to keep people off it every week, off one or two fields, just so that when the events come, like May Long or 
uh, the one that you were talking about, the one that with uh, Job and uh, Nos, and then your Skagtober one. That'd be it'd be mint. It'd have time to regrow, and it'd be an awesome day. Not as soon as you get there, it's all tore to hell, and yeah, it's so all that, soup. <laughs> that's the first time we've hit that field. In I mean, people have attempted, and you get in like fifteen, twenty feet, and then it's like, oh, this is too wet. Fuck it, turn around, go the other way. That's probably. I mean, someone can correct me if I'm wrong, but um, but uh, the um, the fields like that field hasn't been hit hit. I bet you in over a year, and you could tell. Now they got a shit ton of rain, so it is what it is. It's wet. If we wouldn't have gotten all the rain the week before, we probably wouldn't have left that field for half the day because that field used to be just amazing. Which probably by next year it will, because we didn't really tear it up. If you look at, um, again, shameless plug for Brian, but if you watch his new video, you'll see like, you can see where we were riding and yeah, entering there's some effed up spots, but like outside of that, there's just like four or five patches, but there's still like miles of that field. So I think, I think you know, a warm spring, like or a, a warm fall, like we're getting and depending on how winter and spring goes, if they get a relatively dry-ish spring, that field will be prime, like, for next year. And you can usually get, like, depending on the rain and how it is, you can usually get a season, like, a pretty good season out of it. Um, that field, the second field we were in, that one was, we were there the summer uh, in August, and it was pretty dry, and it was more or less like a, wet grass wheelie field play field with spots mm. in it so it was more like a drag just with kind of whatever but just it hadn't had a chance to grow it basically went from dry to just wet and then, you know not a ton of sun or anything so it can't it should but so it's it's it would be nice but i mean again it's crown land so people can use it kind of however they want um, yeah, but usually the people that use it, they have a bike Instagram and they either follow Job or Colin or Allison. So, I mean, if they would definitely, you can't just usually, I mean, I know where I'm from. When we do find Skag, it's never been touched because the odds of you riding near somebody that has a big enough bike to even attempt it is yeah. slim to none. But when you go down there, where you guys are, everybody you, like yeah, everybody has a built renegade with big old assassinators. And down here, we just don't. My bike's big down here. When I went to your guys' house or seen your bike, I was like, okay, this isn't fucking fair. I'm going home. <laughs> yeah, um, it it really blew up here, like insanely, insanely big. Like when I started building my Outlander in like 2018 end of 2018 into like 19 kind of that winter is when I kind of figured stuff out. I really didn't know anything about it. So it was watching videos and talking to people. Um, I, I didn't really know what I was doing. Um, like build wise, it was kind of like trial and error and jump on, you know, every, um, uh, every board, every forum, every, which sifting through that shit is when you know nothing, it's, 
like it's insane because you're like oh this is crap oh this is good oh this is crap oh this is good and you're just like and then you have to like break it down and be like oh this guy's in florida and rides water and sand this guy's in texas and rides like this peanut butter clay and then so then you have to like yeah there's consistencies on building it but like it depends on what your train is so like everybody laughs at us down here because we all have like three sets of tires. Everybody will bust my chops about it, but you kind of really need them here because you, the riding is very, very different in Ontario within like two hours or even an hour of where you live. So depending on what you're riding, it can change like drastically. And especially where we are down here, like we do a ton of road burning. We do a ton of like rail bed, side road, like, so like we all, everybody in our group had assassinators at some point, like for our, our tire, that's the tire we run, assassinators, da, da, da. And then after like a year of riding, we were like, man, these things suck. Now, they're amazing, but they suck if you're riding clay, if you're trying to climb out of steep holes, if you're burning down tracks and hard pack and all that kind of stuff. They're great if you live up north and yeah, okay, on trails they're whatever, but as soon as you jump into like a swamp or a muskeg or like peat moss type of material, nothing works really like it. So then mm. you're, okay, what tire do I want for an all around tire? And then you try and find some, and then we all do the same thing. We all buy assassinators and throw them on the shelf. And then every time we go mud, uh, muskeg riding, we put them on and then, 90% of the time we run, you know, most of us run like Moto Havocs or, um, or Aztecs. They've seemed to be the kind of, um, they, they seem to be the two tires of choice that kind of work everywhere for around here. Um, I don't know. doesn't mean they're the best, but it's seems- yeah, even, even Dan said, if it would have been drier, if you guys wouldn't have got all that rain, he would have preferred the Moto Havocs over the Assassinators in the Skag. Yeah, because they will work um, for sure. Um, we had a buddy that had a XXC Renegade for a long time, um, and he only ran 31 uh, Havocs. That's all he ran ever. Um, and the wheel speed that that kid created was just insane. They, they didn't work great, great when it was really wet, because you're not getting like that three inch lug to kind of like shovel yeah. it. But like, if it was dry-ish at all, man, it's the wheel speed's a hell of a lot different. Like a lot, lot different. Like even the Aztecs, um, when we go up north to like Muskoka, because um, of trail and stuff, if we're gonna do like a full day there, um, we'll run, um, we'll, I'll run these all day and they work like the Aztecs and they work mint in the skeg too like they they work joshi actually Gunderos, he's got them at 34 and a half i think um and he i mean it doesn't matter the conditions he seems to rip um with them so it's the assassinators just got a little bit more obviously um but i mean it takes a rider too you still got to know what the hell you're doing um like it's not just get in the skag and pin it. There's, there's some, you know, technique to it, but. Um. Yeah. And I learned, I learned pretty quickly. Like I've only, I've only ever really ran 
assassinators and on crush locks and i'm i'm just tired of it <laughs> i mean yeah. because it's, or it's the same thing around here i mean they're great in our type of mud down here especially the crush locks but as soon like there's too much trail driving to get to the spots and yeah. you go through a set of assassinators a year and it's like that's 1700 dollars a year if you yeah. don't have like a dealer that you get it from or you don't use n2y tire or life outdoors or revco like shit's expensive dude yeah like it, 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 so it, it, i'm finally monday i have tires coming the crush locks yeah. are, you got a bottom to hit <laughs> if you yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I couldn't i, I mean, couldn't that, even crawl it, in skagtober pardon i couldn't even like i couldn't stand beside my bike and like slowly crawl on top of the skag those Skinny little tires just wanted to go, you know what? I want to go down to the bottom. <laughs> and then it's like, sorry, bud, there's no bottom for you to grab onto. Yeah, there's, well, when I had my uh, 36s on, because they're only a seven and a half inch, and then you got to run them on like a five or six inch wide rim. So when it's dry-ish, man, there was nothing. <clears throat> it moved so fast and you just bounced and skipped over stuff and the momentum, like it was, they would just, old and they were awesome but when it was wet you asked dan and brian because they hated me and you couldn't even burp the throttle to get it to raw and go and same thing because they're, they're not a crush lock but they're when your tire's seven inches wide like it's you know and then it's, it's rent it just cut like the one field we got through the only reason we got through it was brian sat it was so wet brian sat or stood on my rad relocate to keep my bike kind of like this and we just kind of like rah, 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 and we're like riding around i think he's got a video of it on one of them but because they just wanted to cut and then the first ride i did on like a normal size rim and my 34s i was just like oh my god this is heaven and they float and you could like you could burp it out unless you were like buried to your frame and the bottom's just sitting in soup like your back tires are in soup but if you could get any kind of traction in the front they just so that's uh like there's something to be said for like um you know a, a decent footprint of a tire on the musket yeah like a good you need a good surface area i mean there were there was guys there with stock polarises and stock hondas or stock k&ms on cryptids and because they had that big yeah. surface area they were having the time of their lives out there just wah, wah, yeah. just going and i'm like What's the point in this built motor if I can't even, can't even get go. up to acceleration to fucking go anywhere? So. Yeah, well, there's something to be said. I mean, we we laugh about it because even there was um, uh, oh, shit. What's his name? Jordan, I think. Um, he's got a XXC, and I think it was in the summer or might have been in the spring when he was out there. But he had like the stock XXC tires on it, and he, I mean, tires were spinning a million miles an hour. He wasn't really moving that fast. But because they're kind of fat and stuff, he's just like, like, there's something to be said. And I mean, you watch like Ostacruiser's videos and stuff, like the speed's not the same, but there's lots of tires that get through Muskeg. But if you look at most of them, there's some sort of footprint there. Right? And you see, that's why I thought I was going to be fine, because every time Austin Post, I watch and... Jamie from the mod shop, he runs crush locks. Yes. So I was like, 
okay, he's doing it down there. Like, I should be fine. Like, I didn't even – it didn't even cross my mind. Like, I have so many friends down here that have 32 assassinators or 30-inch assassinators that I easily could have slapped on my bike, but I didn't know what I was getting into. It was my first time ever playing in that type of skag or even any type of skag. So it was kind of just a, a big slap in the face. <laughs> I asked about that. I was like, man, how do they work? He's like, well, I run some air in them. But – He's also got a 1085 with stage four cams or some weird cam that nobody else really has that he's, you know, he's designing the nitrous, whatever, like the wheel speed that he's creating, he's literally skimming on top of everything. He can, I think that bike has like a hundred and at his, cause we were trying to figure some stuff out. Cause when I did mine, cause mine's only stage one cams. And I'm making about the same horsepower as a lot of the stage twos and threes, depending. It's close. Very, very close. Like two, three horse difference, which for the amount of work, um, which Jay will tell you as well, that, you know, head work and stuff you have to do to fit the stage twos and, and threes and springs and all the rest of it, it's not that much. Then we realized, oh, because they run out of air up there when he's dynoing it, where they are at sea level. Mm -hmm. So, yes, it's only reading so much horsepower, but I have a strong feeling that the torque and all the rest of that is where, you know what I mean? Like, so I would guess, like, if he brought his bike here, it's probably making like 140 something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like at the crank i know burbs is he hasn't dynoed his yet but by like testing and different things they've done i think shit i think he's like 135 or something like it's it's insane so i think there's some room for um error we'll call it um with the tire choice because he's just moving so fast and i think he's running he is running a 30 30 horsepower dry shot because I was talking to them and they're going to support me during race, race season in 2023. I was about to sell my dry nitrous kit. Remember I was talking to you because I wanted you to find me a wet. And he was like, man, we, that's what I run is wet. I mean, all you got to do is send over your current power commander map and I will create you a dry nitrous one, pull your timing and everything yeah. like that. And you can just slap it on your, power just commander and then use your map switch and then hook it up to your button and you're you're golden and i was like oh thank god because i really love the the two bottle kind of look i don't yeah. want the one bottle i like how it sits there now so the fact that i don't have to unhook anything and i can just slap it on and then go oh i'm so happy now so shout out jamie at mod shop <laughs> pretty awesome customer support you won't find better customer support i mean when lee built the motor they made sure all the uh, the valve guides were a certain thou away and the cams fit perfectly. And, like, they were just – they would stay on the phone with you for an hour and just, like, make sure that everything was to a T. Yeah, yeah. He, um, he helped us a lot. Like, Jason has a lot of mechanical um, know-how for roofs, um, like building stuff. Um, but it's all those little things, like how much to grind out of the head. And you can figure that stuff out. But when you got somebody's motor apart, 
like it, you're not just taking a grinder dremel and just nah, like <laughs> it's not yours you know what i mean somebody else's shit so there's you know you gotta of what you're doing and yes you can you know you can redneck it and make it work but like it's again it's somebody else's bike and and you want to make sure it's done right and there's with the companies where i've had some issues with and said like you know and they're like oh, i don't know take it to a i'm like yeah i understand i have to take it to a dyno but what i'm asking you is abc can you give me answer e or d like can you fill in some blanks here because i'm blind called Jamie. I called him the one day from the dyno and I'm like, oh, this and that. Two hours. The two hours I was on the dyno, he was like, oh, just leave me on the phone. So I just left him on the phone. He's like, oh, what are you hitting now? Oh, what are you hitting? Holy shit. Okay, that's good. Pull timing here. Try this. Da, 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 da. So him and my, my guy were like tuning stuff together. So, um, but, so yeah, anyway, sorry. Um, he sent me like, I don't know how many photos, every angle of the head of the arms, how they should be ground, to, you know, clear the lobe and this and that. And he made it like, he took all the anxiety. It's one thing to put it together. It's another thing to put it together and not go like when you hit the start button, right? Yeah. Like, we're, you know, when we, when we button it up and start it, the only thing we're worried about is fuel. Like, does this have enough fuel? Is the map right and with enough fuel to get this thing to run in heat cycle? And is the battery strong enough to turn it? Because just about every bike we've done, we've had to put um, we've had to put a new battery in or charge the thing. Oh, there's my wife I'm doing recycling. Um, um, but so like that's the only thing we've kind of come across. But you know, when you got somebody else's motor opened up, like it's. It's pretty, it's, it's, it's pretty stressful to like have this chunk of aluminum that if you bugger up, like, I don't know what a set of heads is like, like, I don't know, like 1200 bucks, 1400 bucks. Like I, I don't, I mean, I've never screwed a set up, so I, I don't know, but like, they're not cheap. And you know, if you screw somebody's stuff up, you're, you're paying for a new one. So it's a, uh, but they were like awesome. They made it so easy. Like it, it literally is. So I think we've done like five now or five and a couple stage twos, a couple stage ones. Um, part of me is kind of sad. I didn't go stage two. Um, after riding a couple of them, I was like, yeah, this is a little more, a little more like oomph in the bottom. Um, it's uh it's but then it's like well if you're gonna go stage two you might as well go stage three like if you're, i mean if you're gonna do it don't do a half hour but the only reason maybe you can put this myth to bed the yeah. only reason i didn't go at a higher stage because i had friends that ran a higher stage and they were they rode like shit on the trail you know like the tune was was perfect for when they were drag racing because these were like dragged bikes yeah it was perfect on the on when you're just giving it, but then once they got in the trail and tried to just have a nice day of riding, the thing was acting like garbage. Was it a stage two? Hmm? Was, was it Mod Shop stage two? Yeah, it was a. Oh no, it wasn't Mod Shop. It was a Jeff uh, Bomb Racing. Sorry, heard it on those camps. 
but <laughs> although I shouldn't say that because I put we put him in Jay's bike and his bike is an animal, so I think my bike just stupid. It needs you to do everything twice and then it's happy. Um, so I've drank the Kool Aid, so I'm gonna sound like I'm some paid ambassador, but I think Mod Shop. So what Mod Shop does different, from my understanding, I could be paraphrasing, but what from what I understand is and and seen with building them is Mod Shop does their own R and D, does their own technical work, but then gets companies that they consider the best at what they do to manufacture their product. So mod shop cams are webcams. Yeah. He doesn't pretend they're not. He doesn't private label it when it shows up. It's in webcam and they come as webcam, webcam stickers. And, <laughs> and his thing is why not let one of the best cam companies in the world build me my camshaft to my spec. So I know he spent a lot of <laughs> A lot of money, like one-off things, and then, and then changing them. What I think people do as well, um, and I think it's based on your tuner, not the tuner you're running, the physical tuner, the person doing the bike, is my bike will probably make three to five more horse if I want it to. The problem being is these machines i don't care what anybody says they are not made to run at a hundred percent why do you why can you flash your bike and go from 64 horse to like 71 with no changes get some good clutching so that you actually get power transferred to the wheels and then you know open up your fuel map and get it to run better cooler you know your timing all that because they're not designed to run at 100% because running it at 100% all the time, it's, it, it's not, it, there's no longevity in that. So I think what a lot of people do is they tune their bike to where it runs peak. That's fine if you do two muskeg rides a year where you hold mm -hmm. a wide 35 seconds, pull over, have a beer, sit there for 20 minutes, the bike cools down, you fire it back up and do it again. I think when you when you take a built motor and then you ride it all day, long periods of time, lots of heat up and down, fans kicking off, kicking kicking on, kicking off, in the mud, out of the mud, high you know, low revs, high revs, low gear, lugging the motor on a hill climb or a rocky trail, then wide open down a go or a rail bed or something. I, I think that's where people run into those problems is they tune it right to its limit. Yeah. Um, there's the other thing too, is a lot of guys won't tune um, again, shameless plug. My guy here, Niagara Dino um, is really good at, he will tune it wide open and stuff. Have you go run it. Then usually wants you to bring it back and then he'll roll through the RPM at 30% throttle, 40% throttle the blips and the little burps where it may miss um, and see what it's doing there and then adjust the map. I mean, you've seen these maps. They're like, Oh, they're, they're don't even bother looking at them unless you know what you're doing because it's just yeah. one big confusing mess. 
clue looking at certain things. I know percentages roughly, but when I get that huge map, I'm like, I don't know what any of this means. Like I, <laughs> I can't read this through it. Um, so I, I think some of that is just like taking, playing kind of the long game and tuning it. Like it took me, and this is, this is no like me making it up like, oh, this was so hard, but you can ask anybody in my group. I'm going to say I started tuning first time I did it and I did like a Maverick motor conversion, like the high compression Maverick pistons and stuff last February, like not this 2021 February. And I bet you it took me almost to August to get it like where it was tuned and running good. Like, and that was a nightmare. Like it was, it just did all kinds of weird things. It made horsepower, but then it's just how it ran, how it felt. Like it, um, so the good thing though was, and that was the other reason why I didn't want to change cams is everybody thinks that the big bore kit gives you all this magic power, which mm. is sure. More power, yes, but the camshaft does a lot of that. Like it's, it's, I saw most of my gains from the camshaft and exhaust versus the big bore kit. Like the big bore kit at the wheels, like the Act 85 jugs gave me about another six or seven, which is, I mean, that's a lot at the wheels, but I probably got that six or seven as well out of the camshaft and like camshaft tuning it and the full header and exhaust. Um, so when we went to tune it for the big board, it was just a matter of cleaning up the fuel. We really didn't change a lot of, of, of the map. We just kind of, from, from what I understand, it just, the map just grew um, for a percentage of fuel um, just to offset the displacement. But your airflow in and all that, like you still have the same Still the same throttle body. Your camshaft's doing the same lobe and thing. It's just now you've got more boom, you know, from the bigger piston and stuff. Mm. So now that being said, though, when I drove it down the road, it a difference and how it held RPM um, and how like how quick it got there and then how long it held the RPM. It 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 really made a big difference from like. Before, you know, it started making close to peak power at like 77, 78 and hold it to like 85, 87, somewhere in there. You know, and it was a couple horsepower one way or the other. And then, you know, kind of did this, this, and then, you know, that hard drop. Mm. And we did all that, that slope went straight up closer to like 6,800 RPM and then held to like, nine grand and there was only like a four horsepower difference up or down between like peak horsepower either way so it's kind of like you're always in that you know quote unquote power band but so that, when are you making your peak power what rpm are you making 80, your absolute peak 84 5850 like yeah. 85 ish 84 ish i believe i'm 85 i'm like 85 86 ish is what jamie told me with the big bore and the and the cam. It's like you want you kind of want your shift out 
anywhere between 85 and 86. And then try to hold it right there, and you'll just get that peak power. But I meant to ask you, I don't know if I did. If I did, I don't remember. Did you notice a massive difference from that mod shop full exhaust? I found, so at wide open throttle, not really. Um, if I said I did, <clears throat> be lying. Um, I noticed it. Um, I noticed it between like, like initial, like, you know, 4,000, 5,000, whatever, like when you, you know, that first whack, just how much smoother it felt getting from there to peak. That's where I felt like it gave me the most where like my, my like empire and you can just throw it out there. I'll do it for you. I think my wife just wants to be on. Uh, what? <laughs> um, um, I my empire was solid. I I think I had RJWC headers. Yeah, RJWC headers and um, dual empires. Um, so definitely, you lose out of the bottom with the duels. Um, I mean, they've proven it time and time again. The single is is better um but uh <laughs> yes i know she's too pretty i'm way out of my league um um but uh it, it's just how it pulled kind of at the bottom but i mean that being said again it's not rocket science that's why they went with a like super trap style so that you can you can dial that in to kind of how it works for what you're doing. Cause that's the other thing too. Every time we do a kit, it comes with a bunch of plates. If the guy pipe. Lose you there? Oh, here's. Oh, you I, right? I called, I called, no, I called snowman. Yeah. You hear me? Mm-hmm. I called Snowman a whore in the comment section, and then it said, my, like, immediately said, your comment has been removed for fucking bullying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it, it popped up and then froze the whole screen, and I'm like, I'm just being honest, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, that was awesome. <laughs> they uh, caught that so quick. <laughs> they're worried about, you know, important things in the world, like, Jesus Christ. <sighs> that is the That's second right. time I have been in trouble for harassment and bullying. <laughs> but yeah, it, I know it's a big difference. Like at the bottom, the other thing, my eardrum, because it's a lot quieter. Um, it's, I mean, it's still loud. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's a big fight, but um, it's, um, <laughs> he's offended. <laughs> okay, Chris. Um, <laughs> um, but, uh, I, I like it. I like how easy it is to clean and stuff too. The only thing that sucks is it makes me feel like I blew, blew up my motor every time I ride it down here and I leave it sit because the clay builds up inside and I don't think about it. And when you rev your motor, all these puffs come out and I'm like, Oh, there goes a the head gasket because it's blowing all this shit out, but it's just dried dirt. <laughs> it's just blowing dust out. Because it sits in the, uh, even when you clean it, it just, 
because there's no packing to hold it or anything really right so it just rattles around until you until you blow it all out but yeah I, I i like it a lot um yeah it's not the prettiest looking thing but it it works it sounds good under throttle it doesn't kill my ears um uh i i like the tunability um you can quiet it down quite a bit um i did notice um when i did play with the plates um my rpm actually dropped like my top rpm but the hit out of the bottom was i mean you can make it hit hard because it's just got all that back pressure and goes <laughs> <laughs> but you'll bar it your you'll see your rpm kind of go Whoa, and then it just sits there and it's like okay, I can't. yeah because i'm even uh they're gonna do my throttle body as well because the exhaust is going to take a month to build yeah. and get done. So I was talking to Jamie, as I always do, and I just want questions because I don't know nothing about motors or I'm only not even three years into it. So I just like to talk to people that know what they're doing and yeah. I kind of pick up along the way. And I told him my throttle body was 46 millimeters. And he was like, well, that's a problem. <laughs> He's yeah. like, you need to get that to 51 as soon as possible because you're just losing throttle response and power right there. And I was like, all right, went and bought a used throttle body off an 800 for $80 and sends it off so that way they can quickly bore it out and send it back with the pipe and then get some more extra horsepower with the pipe. Yeah, that's one thing. Um, I think it was like, I think I was making like mid-80s. And then the pipe, when I changed, yeah, because we ran it, same tune. It was like mid-80s, and then we ran it before the big bore. But, um, and then when I threw the pipe on it, it was like no changes at all, just did a base run just to see where we were at, and it was like 88. And then it allowed a lot more tuning um, just because of how it flowed. They could do a lot more tuning, and that's where I think I was like 91 or something like that. About 91, um, like with the stage one cam, the exhaust. Um, so what are you pushing now, if you don't mind telling the people? Uh, 98.7 or something. Like he got it up over 90. I think he, well, we kept blowing up gearboxes on it, on the dyno too. So <laughs> uh, I think it was like 99 point something. And um, we were trying to <clears throat> But I got nervous about blowing stuff up. So I, I think the last last tune was like 98.7. But it's like, it's happy there. Like, it's it's super happy. It's not starving for fuel, air, nothing. It's it's just, it's good. So, you know, it was seven and a bit horse. Um, just adding the jugs. So, I mean, that's a lot on a small motor at the wheels, right? Like, that's yeah. the actual wheel horsepower numbers so. so have you ever used an auto tuner because that's all i like a lot of people maybe maybe not a lot of people but outside ontario or bigger places that's our only option you know what i mean like i don't have nobody around that has atv dynos or knows anything about tuning for a power commander like so i just had to run that the, the auto tuner so to tune my bike slowly I have not, but I will say this about them. So um, Brad at Niagara Dino, he did um, 
full pull spike and his buddy oh god what's his name with the outlander that was just running through nitrous like it was his job in, in skegtober sorry it's been a long day i'm forgetting his name but it's full pulls buddy um full send xmr maybe i think it's full send i think it's full send but it was that Audi with the bottles and he was just he ran all day he gave no fucks about anything and just yeah. and i'm pretty sure he burnt through at least one bottle that day so he ran an auto tune and so when full pull and when they brought theirs down here to to tune them when he put full pulls on he really couldn't do anything to it because the auto tune had it that close like it was that close and i think so really they used the dyno just to compare make sure that the readings were like it what it's reading was accurate and give them a horsepower number but i brad said it was like he's like i couldn't do anything better he's like i really couldn't make it better so whatever dyno jet has in that auto auto tune it it makes it makes sense it works because his his was got and that's the guy who's running the dyno who can get charge paid yeah <laughs> i'm literally i think he did like two or three don't quote me but I'm pretty sure he only did a couple pulls and he's like, well, this is a waste of time. You're mint, you're dialed. Maybe cleaned up ignition timing a little bit because just that, but uh, I, I don't really think he did much to it. And like I said, that's Brad who can, he's super honest, but you know, he could be saying, oh, let me play with this and let me play with that. Cause I mean, you can, you can tweak a dyno to have it say whatever you want it to. Right. So. Yeah. Cause that's even what, uh, what Jamie said, a mod job. He had no problem with me using the auto tuner, but I finally found someone that can dyno the bike yep. down this way. So I finally want to, I'm just curious because I only built the 840 because I have a bunch of friends that race in like Miramichi and New Brunswick and places like that, like doing drags and the the circle track racing. Like, And they said that 840s are like, if you can build it right and tune it properly, I mean, they just, they hit. So, so I'd, be, I'd, I'd be curious to see where my horsepower lies. I'm, I would guess, I would guess like mid eighties, like high mid eighties, but what you got to remember. And again, this is my limited knowledge, but learn through um, actually doing Nick's bike um, gamblers um, with Jason. Uh, Cause one of his pistons seized and so we pulled the top end and I had extra top ends, obviously, because doesn't everybody? Um, no. <laughs> so dumb. Um, so we were just going to slap in the 1000 and he had a, a tune. So we just slap 1000 tune on it and send it and then realize that 850s are completely different. Um, so why the 840 works so good in drag racing again this is my limited knowledge and i'm sure in the comments people can correct me but it is a bigger piston like fatter the jugs are actually like you take a 1000 thing it falls in like a you know like a hot dog down the hallway <laughs> um and it's a shorter stroke so the torque that comes out of it is massive so that bottom end hit 
is just like grab you by the balls and send it. And as we all know, in a drag race, it's a hundred feet or whatever it is, 200 feet, whatever those mud pits are. So how quick you can get out of the hole and to top speed and go. Um, I mean, I remember seeing here a couple of years ago, there used to be some drags locally and those eight all just rip. Like they, they just send it. Like they just, they move so hard, so fast. Like it's, it's pretty, pretty badass. Uh, but so I don't know horsepower wise and from old boards and stuff I saw, I would guess you're probably in the mid, mid eighties, but I think that torque number is the more impressive number. And I just want to make, I want to make a comment cause I'm not allowed to make it in the comments. So I'll get, uh, reported again. But uh, you kind of just described Snowman perfectly. Hot dog down the hallway, and you can only get short strokes. <laughs> um, that's funny. Um, yeah, but, but yeah. that's what Jamie said. Jamie said I'd be around, like, right around 90 without the nitrous. That's with, with the pipe and, and the throttle body bored out, of course. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, that would be – that's kind of all I really want because – I don't like going fast. I mean, I got rid of my R1 because I have a kid at home. And yeah. I, if I never see over 100 kilometers an hour, which is where my, my, my bike maxes out at now with the clutching and everything, I, I'll be banging 8,600 RPM. It'll just hit 100, and then it'll come to a dead stop. It'll just stay there and just, bah, 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 just go. And then, so. I joke about it all the time with the guys. I'm like, I couldn't ride a stock machine. So. <laughs> Like it's 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 dumb it's it's kind of dumb but it's uh it's it's fun i mean it's it's cool they sound good they um they move pretty good the biggest thing i noticed is is like when you're well well like under load it just keeps moving like it just, it just keeps kind of digging. It doesn't kind of fall on its face at all. Not that often it's stock, you know, when they're tuned and clutch right. And I mean, look at Brian and Brandon, or not Brandon, um, that's a player, so that doesn't make um, Yeah. Um, uh, vengeance, is there any of the guys, right? Like they, they work, it's just, it's that little bit more. To be totally honest with you, last weekend we rode up around um, my area and where I grew up in Waynefleet. Um, and there was like two spots where it made like a difference having all this horsepower. Other than that, like when you're in a mud hole and you launch in and do your rah and kind of wheelie in, if you didn't get a good run or you didn't skim the first half, which all of these bikes will stock even, um, like, then it's just how much ground clearance you got, how good your tires are biting. So I, I don't really realize the horsepower unless you're like drag racing down the road yeah. in a mud pit, like drag racing, which again, if it's super deep and thick, really go on how much traction you're getting um, or in the muskeg, like those three spots, which are only a couple times a year. And, you know, we've kind of limited how much we, race down the road just because bad shit happens at those times right like bad stuff doesn't happen really bad stuff doesn't happen at 50 60 kilometers an hour usually 
And I never – I had my 650 for two years, and I never crashed it at all. And I've been on three – no, I've been on four rides with my new motor, and in two of them, I went ass over tea kettle, over the handlebars. <laughs> so, I mean, I can't ride for shit. <laughs> I mean, uh, there's too much horsepower for me to really – I'm happy where I am now. And, yeah. But just don't skim in two-wheel drive and watch out for rocks, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. That's a pretty good one. <laughs> but yeah, it's um it's good, it's fun. It's I mean, I'm I was like a car guy, import guy like way 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 back. Probably. Yeah, like back when they were you were taking pictures in the Walmart parking lot with Polaroid cameras instead of iPhones. Legitimately, yes. <laughs> back curious. <laughs> So what are they at now? Like sixty four or something like that. So uh, I think they might be coming up on sixty nine, and there's a lot of jokes being made about it. <laughs> like I've been a tinkerer, whether it was necessary or not. So I think that's why I just kind of was like, oh, I want to do this. Oh, I want to do this. Oh, I want to do that. You know. Um, and there's many things now available that work. Right. Like it's so easy and there's so much. Yeah, there's a lot of misinformation, but not like there used to be. There's a lot of good information out there. And the community is it's it's very different than like the car scene I find or, or different scenes is where like I have no problem. Someone's quad being nicer than mine, being faster than mine, being whatever you're like excited for it. Like, you're like, yeah, but whatever, da, 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 da. let me help. You know, we, we all build. Like, I remember when Brian brought his out last year, um, when he kind of did his, like, reveal of Smash with the wrap and the powder coating and all the new shit. And I was like, you know, it's my kid's favorite ATV. And, like, I couldn't post enough. I couldn't do, like, none of us could. Like, the whole group was just like, oh, my God, whatever. Like, it's just very, it's very different. Um, there there he is there fleeter he just joined full send xmr oh yeah um but uh um you know so like that that's the fun part about this stuff is like you're building for yourself and yeah it's cool and i mean i don't care what anybody says when i post a picture of my fancy painted motor I'm showing people I'm doing whatever it's ego. When you post like cool stuff that you did, whatever it's ego, but it kind of stops like there, like beyond that, you don't care. It's that one post. It's whatever I, you want, like Brandon said it best. Um, I forget. I don't know if we were at his garage or at a ride or something, but we were just hanging out and he was like, that's what's super fun about like our group is everybody's built something a little bit different or as much as you can with a bunch of renegades mostly, but, um, but like everybody's pumped and everybody's kind of had a hand in some way. We've all helped or done something on somebody else's bike in some way to make it better. There's never that like, Oh, I don't like, uh, Dan got this. So I got to get this now so that I'm faster or, or, Brian got this because I got this or, or whatever. And it's like, nobody cares. Like we'll have hours long conversation clutching when somebody doesn't have a good, something's not working to help that other person. 
like so that their bike runs optimally and if it runs better than mine high five like we're pumped over it because now his is killing it so now it's like okay now okay what do we do we make ours better how can you do so it's 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 very different that way which is which is kind of cool too right because it, it's the, the community thing cliche and like a buzzword but it's 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 pretty good i i'm sure like if you do but um i do lots of the guys lots of dms from, from people that are new to it or young kids or or people and you're like yeah man ask away oh i don't want to bother you and i'm like what do you mean bother me well i was the same way when i as soon as i got my qsc i you were the first person i messaged and i was like i feel like i'm bothering him like he probably gets a lot of messages like this. He doesn't really know me that well yet. And I was like, but that's, we and Dilly talked about it on the way home. And that was probably our favorite thing about your group is that you could talk about your bikes. Like there's so many other groups out there where they think it's, they think it's a fucking competition and they just, they think you're cocky or they, they just, they don't want to hear it. Cause then they get jealous or, they think you're a douchebag. Whereas when we came down to your crew, everybody was talking about their bikes and ways to make it better. And then different ways to get sponsors and like you guys build each other up instead of tearing down the person that's trying to get up. You know what I mean? Like it was, it was such a, it was such a breath of fresh air. <laughs> well, I'll just uh, like going to that point. Um, so Chris Kostiff, um, who runs our South of Six. And that is all he runs because he does not ride. Just want to yeah. put that out there. He takes a lot. <laughs> good in a onesie. You should see him in a spandex onesie. It's hot. Um, but uh, and Brian, um, so they uh, they work with FinTrail, um, obviously, and they kind of gave up some things on our behalf. I mean, I was back and forth with them a bit. I'll be honest, they preferred my wife to me, which is kind of weird, but no. <laughs> um, they care, better care of my wife, but um, they, um, Brian and, and him could have just said, here you go. Here's your stuff. Party on. Send us pictures. Do your thing. You're ambassadors. You're this, you're that. You got pages. You got content. Thank you very much. Um, and they, Brian especially, was like, that's cool, but, um, you know, I, it's not really what I want. So here's really take care of my group. We're a crew. We're a team. We're friends. And everybody at my table eats. I don't get fat on my own. And so he put together, he brokered uh, a deal for all of us. Um, whoever wants to be involved in it uh, to, uh, so that we were all taken care of. Yeah. That postponed his kind of full deal um, by a lot, like time-wise. But he was, he was like, listen, man, like I, I have some stuff. I can buy stuff if I need it. Like it's it's nice to have the support, and more it's just the support of the publicity and pushing your name out there, which then helps you get other sponsors or other supporters or other deals. Um, you know, 
if you got in the sport, you have to at least have some money because it ain't cheap. So <laughs> most, most of us can at least afford to keep ourselves running. If, you, if you're into it, into it, I mean. Um, so it, it's not like you have to have it, but it's, it's really nice. And then, you know, having one leads to, like people always say, oh, look at this guy's got so many sponsors, but you don't know how hard he worked to get that first one. And then once you build a relationship, then you have something to call on when you go to Blight Wheels or whoever and be like, hey, I work with this company. If you want to see what I do, check my page, check this, call them for reference, call this shop, call these people. Here's what I can do for you. Here's how loyal I am. You know, you're marketing yourself. So, you know, but like they took a chance basically at losing free shit to be like, well, Here's what the minimum we want for the rest of our crew if we're going to jump on board. So, I mean, that says, like, that, that, that speaks volumes about, like, the character of the build everybody up, right? Bring everybody with you rather than just, um, you know, hang out and, and get free shit and screw everybody else. Yeah, um, and I'm going to give a little bit of a shout-out here to that crew from 902, now, I, I started that page for that exact reason, what you were just saying. Kind of, it's kind of based off South of Six crew and uh, Deep and Dirty Valley boys. I want people, like, we're not big down here in Nova Scotia, you know what I mean? Like, not even, we're not even close to you guys. Like, not, not even, it, like, I can't even see you guys because that's, you guys are so far above when it comes to the built bikes and everything. So I really wanted to start it because. I want to bring some people up. Like, I'm not going to be, I'm not being cocky and saying I'm going to the top, but I, this is pretty much my life outside of my work and my wife and my kid. Like, yeah, I love this shit. I mean, going and driving to like to see you guys was the third best memory in my life besides <laughs> the wife and the kid being born. Like, and then I'm going to Saskatchewan and then I'm going. Uh, to a Super ATV bounty event in South Carolina next year. It's like, I'm like, this shit's my life. And like someone like Diesel Dilly, shout out Diesel Dilly, but he didn't know how to put an at and tag a company or anything in his Instagram before Skagtober. I taught him the morning of Skagtober. Like if you look at his older posts, it's just him posting a picture. There's no hashtags. There's no ats. And the guy can ride, man, and he's oh, crazy, yeah. but nobody could see his shit because he wasn't tagging anything. And so there's just – there's so many guys like that down here that aren't very tech-savvy or they're not very good at posting cool pictures or they don't really know what to do. And I just want to kind of – I'm not saying I'm the best, but I, I feel like I've, I've got a good handle on it and I can kind of teach those guys, like, okay, you need to do this, you need to do that. And like, just follow the lead and we'll just create this page and we'll start building people up as a family instead of just. It's good. I mean, that's kind of what we did, right? Like we ours started kind of as a, I don't want to say a joke, but like Colin and Joe and um, Keith and I think it was like Joe's brother. And th there was a, a bunch of guys Brandon, um, and there's a few, not my brand, not our brand, my Brandon, my Brandon, my bitch. Um, <laughs> but um, um, uh, Keith's uh, probably future son-in-law, I'm guessing. But um, 
so it was like we were thinking of the name and we kind of joked about south of six because they're north of seven but it it wasn't like a straight bite it was like a joke bite kind of thing and then it just stuck and we we're like oh whatever and and we're friends i mean obviously we're, we're friends with those guys um and then it just kind of then it just stuck like it just it started as like a, a, a small thing and then it, and then it stuck. And then I think that it was good because then it became like a thing when we were going to go do rides or go places. It was, it made it easier to say like South of six is, is coming to, we're going to wherever. So if you want to ride, this is where we're going rather than having to randomly tag all these people um, and even like content sharing, it just made it easy because you just, now you have a place to just send it and tag things and do things. And then people can find you from that, um, or find somebody else you're riding with. Um, and then like the extended family of it, like Allison and Adam, um, uh, you know, the, those Ottawa crew, and then like, obviously Colin and, and Job and stuff and, and, and they've been really good with like when we've gone up there and using us in their content and, you know, sharing content that way and stuff too. So it's, it's been good, but we also didn't try, like, we're not trying to recreate the wheel. We're not trying to be, we're not trying to be XM army or, or NOS ATVs and steal their viewers or, or whatever. It's just, we're just kind of doing our thing. And if we compliment other people in it, that's, that's cool. And we're more than happy to <clears throat> tag other people or spotlight, you know, other people. It's not just us, you know, it's well, no, like a hundred percent. Like when I seen, I am the, I am the thumbnail on mud and for parts, Brian's new YouTube video. It yeah. brought a, it brought a fucking tear to my eye. I was like, I, I've been watching this guy for so long and now I go on YouTube and his Skagtober video is a thumbnail of me. And yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> like, what the fuck is happening right now? Like, oh, like, I'm like, yeah, I'm speechless. <laughs> so shout out to Brian, Mudden for Parts. Go check out his YouTube channel at Mudden for Parts and watch his uh, new Skagtober video. I have not watched it yet. So I was working all afternoon. But as soon as I'm done this podcast, I'm going inside. Oh, crack and open a bag of chips, another beer, and I'm going to watch that shit. <laughs> you, got, you got some good stuff in there. There's some good stuff on you. But yeah, and, and I know what you mean, though. Like, it's um, when we went up to um, Nick's, uh, King Boss Quads, um, when Oster Cruiser was there, um, it was kind of weird because when I didn't know anything about ATVs and somebody's like, oh, you should watch this Oster Cruiser guy. And I'm like, that's just... Okay. <laughs> I, uh, you know, flying all over and big boars and night. They're just insane. And then, you know, you go up and you ride with them and he's the nicest dude. And then, and his wife is a sweetheart. She's hilarious. Um, and they're just super, super fun. And like, just really, really down earth people. And he's just a dude. Right, obviously, but when you're in the off-road community, it's it's kind of like, oh, wow, it's Ostacruiser. That's neat. Like I can still fade out a little bit, and then 
you know, it's like, okay, do a pull, go over here. And you're like, okay, I'm 12, me, you know, like <laughs> little child. Yeah, yeah, I'll go. And it was kind of me and Dirty um, were, uh, were talking about it. And it was like, yeah, that was kind of neat. Like, and then to see yourself in like one of his, one of his shows or uh, videos, you're just like, wow, that's kind of, kind of cool. Like it's, it's kind of neat. And it's, I don't care how old you are. I mean, this is a hobby for me. I have like a real life. I've got three kids and a wife and a business. And, and you got a company to run. Yeah. But. Shout it, out handful. Shout it oh, out. Yeah. Just shout it out, Mike. Shout it out. Shout it <laughs> out. <laughs> I kind of just, you know, doing my own marketing for that thing. Um, well, you can't even use my wife's tits, which is kind of a piss off. <laughs> I said, you can't even use my wife's tits for your marketing. It's kind of a piss off. Instagram won't allow that. Uh, so I'm like, you know, I got the photo from the girl's husband, right? And there's really no breasts really showing. It's no, just there's the nothing that you can see the crease down the middle, which everybody has, but the gloves are covering absolutely everything. I mean, she got uh -huh. a breast reduction. They're not as big as they used to be. She got a breast reduction for that photo and we can't even use it. <laughs> But, he wasted six grand on her tits, bud, but they're going to good use. <laughs> <laughs> but the, uh, yeah, so it's, it's uh, yeah. And they're, they're all, I haven't met them yet, Austin Cruiser and Mrs. Austin Cruiser, but the other night I was waiting for my Skagtober video to go live because I got Out the Woods, shout out Out the Woods. He edits my stuff now because I only have a phone, so I have to, it got to the point where I, I would have had to start deleting baby photos of Jackson in yeah. order to fit footage on my phone. So yeah, I, luckily, and especially with this podcast, like the MP4 or MP3 files are actually bigger than if I like do the file of your face, my face, plus the voice. It's weird. So I ran out of space. So Shane took over my YouTube my Spotify and he does all the editing and all the posting. So I was up late that night and I commented on that post she made uh, doing the, the handful in the side by side with Austin. It was like, shout out handful, best, best gloves in the ATV community. And then she, I got a bunch of notifications. It was like, 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 like comment, comment, like, like follow. And I looked and it was her. And I was like, Holy shit. <laughs> And at the same time, I was talking to Asta on Facebook about the May long run and if our wives could, like, because our wives are going to join us, we're going to, me and Dilly are doing a couple strip. Like, it's, yeah. ten, it's 10 days. It's eight days of driving for us to go down May, I believe it's May 18th for their May long run. So we got to take 10 days off. So we're just going to bring the wives because we tried to do three days without the wives and Dilly was looking at me like a fucking piece of meat. So I'm not doing 10 days with that man. <laughs> he will take advantage of me when I'm sleeping. But uh, yeah, they're like, and we were talking all night and it was just, they're just such awesome people. Like, like you said, they're, they're just people. Yeah. We're, we're all just people. Like Colin is just people. Oh, yeah. Allison is just people. Can and Kearney is just people. Brandon is a bitch, but he's still a person. <laughs> it's not his fault. He was yeah, drunk. I think it is his fault. <laughs> you could try to put a smile on that face. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, 
No, that that yeah, made long. Ninety nine point nine percent sure I'm gonna go. So. <clears throat> but yeah, again, right? He's like, yeah, sure, you can camp here. We're gonna have stuff set up. We're gonna like they're gonna figure it out. And I'm like, dude, I'll sleep in my truck. I don't care. I just want to ride for the day. I think it'll be awesome. That's exactly where I'm going to bring an enclosed trailer and I will sleep in the enclosed trailer with four people. Like, and some people are like, Oh, you're just going there for the clout. You're just going there for this or that. It's like, no, like you don't understand what this ride is. And that, that and bounty hole videos and Job are the first YouTube videos I ever started watching. I drove with Job. I met Job and I've already talked Super ATV, so I'm going to do a small tire bounty event down there, and now I'm going May Long. He wouldn't even have to put a camera anywhere near my face. It yeah. is not about clout. It is literally, I am riding with Austin Cruiser. I am riding with Blackie. I'm riding with the guys that built my motor parts. Like, it, like you can't you can't draw up a better dream. Like it is the biggest wet dream I'm ever going to experience, but it's going to be real. Well, and that that's the thing, right? Like, that's one good thing with the, the community. Pool is, it, as long as you're, like, I don't know, it's like a shared, sounds cheesy, but like a shared energy thing. Like, people can, people can read kind of who you are and what you're about. And, like, at the end of the day, we're a bunch of grown-ups acting like children. <laughs> Playing in a mud puddle with a machine that goes vroom vroom. Like we're a bunch <laughs> of like we're we're legit like I'm forty six and I get all goofy and and play in the mud with my friend. Like it's it's but everybody's for the most part has that same connection to like being outside and like just just high fiving and like when someone does a poll that's awesome, it's just awesome for everybody. And it's super cool to see. And it's like, it's not like you're like, oh, he went farther than me. Like, it's just not there. Like, it's, it's, just, it's, it's just a really, really fun, fun day. There's no, sure, there's competition in the shit talking. Um, when somebody gets stuck and you can wheel by him and spit skag at him or whatever. But like, that's where it ends. I mean, you're yeah, turning. It's all, it's all fun. I mean, if you did that to someone you don't like, you just do that with your crew. You're not mm -hmm. doing that with someone you've never met and who doesn't get like, doesn't know your vibe. Yeah. I mean, if Brandon would have did that to me without ever even meeting me, I would have been like with his like yeah. face like that. I would have been like, what a fucking prick this guy is. <laughs> He does smile when he's on his ATV. He does smile more. I have never seen him smile as much though as when he rode a renegade. Just saying. So it uh, there's 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 that too. I mean, with those Gator waiters on, they're pretty thick and insulated. You could see the little guy trying to come say hello. He was pretty excited about that. <laughs> Colin's lucky he got that bike back. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but it's. Uh... It's it's just it's good. It's uh, I don't know. I have a lot of fun. I um, it's uh, it's 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 made. I'll tell you, it probably made all those shutdowns and COVID and all that. Like, I mean, it's as cliche as it sounds. Like, legit. Like, it's good for your mental health. 
like getting outside and like just being with your friends and just like regardless I'll say this about the guys too when we ride like regardless of the ride it could be the crappiest ride when I say crappiest like we don't do anything we don't go anywhere we don't hit anything we literally run down some side roads and go to a pizza place we will all laugh and smile 90% of the day we'll enjoy the day like it's just you go home and you just feel like it just feels good it just like it's just it's a lot of fun um and I don't know if people, like people on the outside looking in, like you guys are morons. Jumping. Yeah, they think we're weird as shit. But the wife says that to me all the time. She's, she's like, I'm never going to stop you from going ATVing or buying a part for your bike because I can make you stay home and you'll resent me and then resent me even more when you see all the pictures of your friends having fun. Or yeah. I can let you go out and I can let you buy those parts because the look on your face and it, like how happy you are when you come home, like it's like nothing else. You'll like, she, like she's, she never sees me happier than when a new part arrives on the doorstep or when I get back from a run. And like I was telling blaze uh, on, the, on one of the last podcasts, like one of the favorite parts when me and my crew down here ride together is when we all go to the meetup spot, we all have our Tim Hortons and we just, the bikes aren't even off the trailer, but we sit there for two hours and we just shoot the shit and yeah. everybody's laughing. And like, I went six or seven months last winter without my bike. And you can ask the wife, I've never been in such a depression in my entire life. I'd come home from work. I'd sit on the couch. I'd put on SWAT. I'd put on trailer park boys and that's it. There'd be no like, it was awful. So well, there's something like there's something about it, like just going in the garage, even if you're not really doing anything and just kind of like, you know, tinkering and, and just, there's just, there's a, I don't know what it does, but it, it just, it kind of frees your brain a little bit and, and allows you to just decompress from whatever you went through that day. And, and just, kind of chill like my my wife she's pretty under um and she'll like she doesn't understand it per se but she she'll tell me she gets it, if that right like when she sees us out there and came this October last year like 21 she was like this is ridiculous um or no she came in the summer too uh we went for uh we went to Langham and she was like, this is ridiculous, but she had a good time. And she was like, I, I can see why though you enjoy like the time and these people and like how kind everybody was and how like chill everybody was and how she's like, you were like smiling. At one point she was like, who is this guy? <laughs> Bring this guy home. Cause he's not this guy. That's it's, like, it's like, I don't even see that smile when I whip my titties out. Like, what's yeah. going on here? But so, like, you know, it's, it's, it's good. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. The people that you're with, I mean, they make it. Um, they, uh, they make it. That's what makes it fun. Like, that's, that's what makes everything kind of worth it 
Oh, is it bedtime? Oh, you want to come and say goodbye? I may have to cut it short, I think. Short. I think. We've been on here for almost two hours. Oh, crap. It's almost eight. All right. Here. <laughs> oh, you don't? Okay. You want to say hello to the people? Yeah. And then we'll go to bed. Do you want to say hi, Cody? Hi, Cody. How are you today? Good. What are you going to get when you get older? Are you going to get a Renegade or an Outlander or a Polaris? <laughs> what are you going to get? What kind of ATV? No? You're being shy? Uh, for Christmas. Oh, for Christmas? <laughs> oh, Dad, you better start saving. <laughs> oh, you're just thinking of mine? Okay. But yeah. Yes, I do want to get a monster truck. A plastic. Oh, you want a plastic monster truck? Okay. Monster truck will do. It's better than Renegade anyways. <laughs> Roll it over, you guys. Just buy, it, just buy him a Sherp. He'll be the happiest kid ever and the coolest kid on the block. There's a cup there. There's a cup there, yeah. That has magic juice in it. How does it taste? <laughs> it tastes terrible. <laughs> But I've never seen you try it. <laughs> no, lots of people. See, my own son's chirping me. I never <laughs> He's been hanging out with Brandon way too much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but this one is almost like a marker axe. Yep, it is like a marker axe. But, but no, I appreciate you having me on. Yeah, we do gotta we do gotta cut it, but one last thing I'm gonna say is we need to we all need to roll. If you're going May Long and Don's saying he's going May Long, I want yeah. to meet you guys in Ontario the night that you're leaving, me and Dilly, and we'll all roll out together and just kind of try to plan it all together. Like we stop at the same place to sleep and make it yeah. like a big, big type of group thing. No, for sure. It'd make more sense. And then, too, if there's any breakdowns or any problems, yeah. run out of gas or, you know, don't have gas cans or. You know, you run out of. <laughs> we're we're going with a lo we're gonna get a truck with a tanker on the back of it just before we go through Quebec. But do you have any any shout outs you want to give before you uh, put the boy to bed, Mike? Yeah, um, obviously the South the Six guys they're always good a to me. Um, yeah, Golden Springs, <laughs> Clutch Springs, um, Life Outdoors, and Max and Mac. Obviously, they've always been good to me. Um, the, uh, the guys at Mod Shop, uh, no doubt. Um, TNT, if you want to get your uh, bike wrapped. Um, the uh, OMD, they've been good to me since the beginning. Um, their stuff's solid. They're, they're just, the guys are nice. Small, again, family business. Started small, they keep blowing up. Um, and Duplicator, actually. That guy hit me up randomly. Um, and if you do need another key, no joke, I've been running it just to see. I've had zero problems. Um, they're cheap as hell. It shows up in like a few days. The guy's legit. So if you need another key, don't waste your money going to a dealership and paying eight bazillion dollars. Scan your key now so you got it and order mm. one just so you got an extra key. Um, trying to think who else. I don't know. Plateau Fab, they've been really nice to me lately, actually. Gardener's Garage. Um, 
Derek. Yes, big shout out to Gardner's Garage. <laughs> stuff for me. Um, Frankenstein this thing up and like at like a day's notice don't doing things for me. Um, and revs full throttle my local dealer they've been uh they've been super good to me as well as brad if you're in ontario uh brad at energy power sports that dude is legit they run it like a car dealer so when you schedule stuff he gets you and um and he's got everything like two of everything in stock trust me because i burnt through three of his gearboxes and I guess I should say handful too, um, because well, it's mine. <laughs> but um, I, uh, I'm not good at the shameless promotion. Um, no, I was gonna say don't don't even worry. I, I got I got that part covered when it's my turn. <laughs> <laughs> three new gloves. Your body? Oh, sorry. We're launching three new gloves in the next little bit. Uh, we're topping up our winter ones because we sold out of the large and extra large. Yep, and I need large. <laughs> Dilly needs large. Okay, but we need shoes. Can you give me two seconds? One, two. Um, yeah, so we got three new summer ones coming, those tan ones that everybody keeps talking, asking me about. Those are coming. Um, my freestyle uh, BMX guy, uh, his signature ones are coming out. They're pretty dope. Um, we're full of goggles. I do have all the colorways and goggles in stock and ready to ship. They will be in life outdoors soon. Um, they're at our local dealer revs, um, afraid not ropes as well. Shout out to him. He's become a good friend and good customer. He does, um, some wholesale retail stuff so if you're floating around him he can get a uh, he can get a hold of the stuff and then um uh obviously the website um jump online um if there's something that you want that you see that could be sold out hit me up because i just haven't updated everything because until i have stock of it i, I i'm done with the pre-sale a little bit only because sometimes with shipping and all that stuff things get delayed and yeah I've taken somebody's money in there, you know, we've, they're like, Oh, it's been three weeks or five weeks. And so things have gotten better with the supply chain, but you know, you know, well, let me know. Cause I, me and Dilly, it's getting started. going to get started to get cold out and me and Dilly would need to order some of those winter gloves. I only have two sets of the summer ones and she gets a little uh, nipply down here by the water. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> get, uh, they get tough or get your knuckles get cold. But I'll, I'll give a, just one quick or two quick shout-outs before you go. Shout-out Handful, keeping all the riders stylish, hands warm, eyes safe from uh, all the mud we're slinging. And shout-out Pepsi because it's way better than Dr. Pepper. All right, guys, that has been Episode 5 of the Behind the Bars podcast with Fleeter Mike, or as you now know him as Mike. Have a good night, everyone, and we'll see you on the next one. Have a good night, Mike. Thanks, brother. See you later, Coach. See ya.